I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listener's Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listener's Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. to another episode of Bye Kids for Kids Storytime. Hi guys, you might remember last year we brought you some ancient tales, Greek myths from thousands of years ago, such as Perseus and Medusa and Theseus and the Minotaur. Well, we've had a number of requests for another Greek tale, perhaps the most famous of them all. Is it a true story? I certainly hope so. It's about the battle between the Greeks and the Trojans, who had been fighting a very long war. The Greeks had surrounded the Trojans, but could not break into their city, until the Greeks hatched a cunning plan that involved an animal. A cunning animal? I hear you ask. As cunning as a fox? Not even close. As cunning as a crocodile? Nice try. As cunning as a sheep? Close, but not quite. No, the Greeks were as cunning as a horse? Not that kind of horse, the Trojan horse. The Greeks lay siege to the city of Troy for 10 whole years. And in that time, the Trojans held out bravely against anything and everything the Greeks could hurl against them. And believe you me, there wasn't much that the Greeks didn't try to scale those walls or break open those sturdy wooden gates. Ten years holds a vast amount of tales, like the water skin holds a multitude of water. But now is not the time to hear them. Not even the tale of Achilles the Greek, who, wearing armor fashioned by the god Vulcan, slew Prince Hector of Troy. And how not many days later, Achilles himself was defeated by the cowardly hand of Paris, who fired a poisoned arrow at him while he visited a temple to pray. Achilles was struck in the heel, his only place of weakness, which gives meaning to the expression, Achilles' heel. Paris himself was slain days after that. And yet, despite all these famous deaths, Troy still held out against the siege of the Greeks. That was until Odysseus hatched a rather cunning plan. Hey guys, over here, gather around. You're not going to believe this, but I have a plan. We're gonna need and then some 
some more. In the morning, the Trojans couldn't believe their eyes. They were so used to seeing the Greeks camp outside, they had to look twice to ensure that what they were seeing was real and not a dream or some strange trick being played on them by the gods. Everybody, look, the Greeks, they're, they're gone. And so they were. The ground was desolate and pockmarked and as empty as the sea of tears on the moon. There was no one around. The city went crazy! The war is over! We won! They cried as they flung open the gates and rushed to see where the Greeks had made their camp for the past decade. It was empty, save for one thing. A giant wooden horse. It stood many stories high and was the width of ten fat bulls and had huge wooden wheels to make it easier to push or pull. The Trojans, now somewhat confused, knew not what to make of it, as it's not every day your enemy disappears and a giant horse appears in your midst. People of Troy, what shall we do with this wondrous creation? Asked the priests of the city. Shall we take it inside? As a sign of our victory over the Greeks? Bellowed the crowd as one, jubilant that the war was over. And so they pushed the mighty horse inside the city of Troy and burned fires and drank too much wine and stayed up way too late. But about two hours before sunrise, the true nature of the horse was revealed. You see, the Greeks had not really sailed away back to Greece. Oh no! They had sailed out of Trojan sight and hid behind an island that was close by, while the Greek chiefs lay hidden inside the wooden belly of the horse. It sounds like they're finished celebrating, said the one chief to the other, sitting inside the wooden horse. Shh! Just be quiet! Oh, that's disgusting! Sorry, sir. Once they recovered from the temporary and rather smelly setback, the chief said, Let's carefully open the trap door. They opened the trapdoor from within and slid down a rope into the city of Troy. They padded quietly to the gates, opened them, fired flaming arrows into the night sky to signal the Greek boats to return, and then set about doing in one night what they had failed to do in ten years. By morning, the war was over and Troy had fallen. Nothing remained of its once former glory as the Greeks raised it to the ground and left the once mighty city in ruin. They took prisoners 
treasure, and everything of worth home to Greece to have their own celebrations and praise Odysseus for his clever plan of a wooden horse. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bye Kids for Kids Storytime. Produced by Audio Visual Education. Performed by Lucy Birch and Max and Ruby Dews. The story from this episode is over 2,000 years old, but the words for our version were created by Alistair Cunningham. You can download more episodes of Bye Kids for Kids Storytime for free. Just search for us on iTunes. It's easy. You can also contact us at bkfkstorytime at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.